In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. This is the eighth sermon in this series of homilies on the Divine Liturgy of the Holy Orthodox Church. Christian worship, in its most basic form, is participation in the Lord's Supper. I want you to try to imagine, put yourself in the place of the twelve apostles. They've been walking with the Lord. They've seen many miracles. They've heard him beginning to talk about the crucifixion. And now everything is coming to a head. And he gathers them together for the Passover. And they've prepared a place in the upper room. And he gathers them around this table and they partake together of the Passover. And he institutes something totally new. He takes the bread and the wine, which are part of the Passover meal, and he declares them to be his body and his blood. And in this service, he set the pattern for what Christians would do down through the centuries to this present day until the Lord returns. To gather around our Lord to receive his body and his blood. That is Christian worship. That is the heart and soul of what it means to be a Christian, how we worship. Our Lord Jesus Christ himself laid this foundation on the evening before he was crucified when he gathered with his disciples in the upper room to celebrate the Passover with them. In preparation for the Passover, Christ said to his beloved disciples, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Notice that this, the Passover is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. When the Lord sat down for the Passover meal with his disciples, a ritual which Jews had been practicing for centuries, he laid down for them the basic rubrics or, or framework for the divine liturgy. It's recorded in the gospel that he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is broken for you. Do in remembrance of me. And likewise, he also took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. And everything that we do liturgically, beginning with Great Vespers last night, 
matins this morning and then everything we're doing today is in all the various elements of the divine liturgy all prepare us for participation in the Lord's Supper. And this includes all the other services taking place throughout the week and all of the prayers that we are praying at home. In our homes, before our family altars. Everything is leading up to the Lord's Supper, the bread and the wine, the body and blood of Christ, the Eucharist. As Orthodox Christians, we live from Eucharist to Eucharist. We live from Eucharist to Eucharist. The world lives from paycheck to paycheck, from Friday to Friday, from Sunday afternoon football to Sunday afternoon football. But we live from Eucharist to Eucharist. This is Christian worship, plain and simple. This is the fulfillment of the kingdom of God. Every time we gather for the divine liturgy, we, we experience the fullness of the kingdom of God. And St. Paul affirmed this, the simplicity of the liturgy again, and the centrality of the Lord's Supper in one of his epistles to the church of Corinth. Paul says with authority, I received, for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night when he was betrayed and took and gave himself up, he took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after the supper saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. St. Paul set the liturgy right in the Holy Scriptures in that letter to Corinthians. Verbatim. And down to the centuries to this present day, Christians all over the world have been celebrating this liturgy. Priests who have been given the authority by God through the Holy Apostles, through the Holy Spirit, have been saying those words, pronouncing that blessing over simple bread and wine which you have offered. And it is becoming the body and blood of Christ. St. Peter refers to the mystery of the Lord's Supper in more theological terms in one of his letters where he makes the profound statement, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord as this, his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. We have become partakers of the divine nature. That is what happens in the Lord's Supper. 
in the Holy Eucharist, the fulfillment of the Passover. So we see from Jesus Christ himself and from his apostles, Peter and Paul, that partaking of the Lord's Supper is the very heart of Christian worship and that the Lord's Supper is the fulfillment of the Passover. Therefore, to truly understand what is happening in the Divine Liturgy, we need to understand the Passover. It's very important that we understand exactly what the Passover was to the Jews and how it was fulfilled in Jesus Christ. So beginning next Sunday, in my sermons, I will begin looking at the Old Testament, beginning in the book of Genesis all the way through the book of Malachi, to plumb the depths of the meaning of the Passover. We will look at how it serves as a foreshadowing of what Christ would accomplish through his life on earth, his death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension into heaven, and the establishment of the Lord's Supper, the divine liturgy, the Eucharist, as the primary means by which we participate in his divine life and the kingdom of God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Lord, Lord.